Are you starting to feel like the longer this pandemic lasts, the harder it is for you to find joy in your life? Well, stay tuned because today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you all about how to create a joy practice. Because my hunch is what we're facing and what we faced in 2020 is still going to be around a while. And maybe, just maybe, some things aren't even going to go back to normal, quote unquote, right? It's going to be new normals. And so I want to help you in today's episode in creating a joy practice. Welcome to Exit the Drinking Life and Beyond. I'm your host, Debbie Talbert. I'm a mom to four extraordinary adult children, grandma to five vivacious little ones, and a certified life coach. I'm here to teach you how to change what you're drinking without shame, blame, and judgment. It's time to stop judging, blaming, and shaming yourself for your choices so that you can create a life beyond your wildest dreams. Ready? Let's get started. Hey, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited. I know I say this every time, and it's because doing this work for you and the research I do and the whole time I'm doing it, I am thinking about you and loving on you guys. So this brings me so much joy to be able to do this. And so I want to thank you for being here each and every week and listening to the episodes and sharing with me how what I am sharing and teaching and the guest I'm bringing to you via the episodes is helping you. I do want to encourage you guys because the membership is open up again as this is going live Today's the day we're opening up again and we're going to stay open until for membership and new members to come in until the 19th of January. And then we're going to close back down again until sometime in March. So I want to encourage you guys to go over and check it out at jumpseatcoaching.com forward slash membership. That is check it out if you want to take what you've been learning here further and you really want to make your exit from that over drinking cycle and the shame and the regret faster. Because the reality is, exiting and changing what you drink by yourself, it's hard. And so that's what the membership has been created for, is to help you to make it quicker and a little bit simpler and easier. And also a way for you to know and feel and understand that you are not alone. With that, I do also want to remind you that we are doing membership, annual membership giveaways each time that the membership is open. Um, but you, what, it, what you need to do first is leave an iTunes review. So if you're interested in the membership, you would like the possibility of getting a scholarship for a full year of it. And I actually do recommend taking this on and viewing this as a year project because we don't simply cover changing what you drink inside exit and beyond. We also cover all aspects of life because the reality is we are choosing to drink because of something that's happening in our life. So it's really about life. So it is a life coaching membership. 
So I do highly recommend, if you can, is to is to join for a year. But uh, those of you that do the iTunes reviews and follow the instructions on the page at jumpseatcoaching.com forward slash given, which is G-I-V-I-N, and all the details and how you can uh, qualify are all written on there, on that page with all the links, right? So if that is something that you want, and you have been wanting to join the membership and take what you're learning here further and really apply it in your life in 2021, then I highly recommend that you guys do that. So in today's episode, we are actually going to be talking about and diving into joy, right? Now, how joyful, right? And fun is that? And so um, I want to talk about this because a lot of people are starting to find and uncover and realize with everything that's happening, that's going on, we were all, we keep, you know, especially in the beginning with the pandemic, we kind of thought, okay, this isn't going to last very long. And then it lasted three months, then it lasted six months. And now I think we're like in our ninth month into this, right? It's as long as it's taken to create a child. And based on what's happening, it doesn't seem like it's going to go away anytime soon. There's a real possibility that this could be nine more months of our life being different. And every day we wake up and it feels so different, right? And it's almost like we're waking up in this episode in the twilight zone. I don't know if you guys remember those, but it's really very twilight-like, right? Because everything for everyone everywhere is so different and so much change is taking place and happening. And so with all of that going on, we can at times find ourselves struggling to find joy in our life. And also knowing what actually happens in the body with our dopamine, our serotonin, and our Oxycontin and our endorphins because of the strain, the stress, and the unknown that we are experiencing and our thoughts on top of all of what's going on in our body and the chemicals changing around in the body, it's really affecting all of those. And all of those neurotransmitters in our body are what brings us calm, joy, energy, and peace, right? And so I wanted to talk about this joy practice because I am a member of this um, membership online. It's called DOSE. And it is, it a DOSE actually stands for, I'm looking at my paper, so my voice is going to sound different. Dopamine, Oxycontin, serotonin and endorphins, right? And so inside this membership, there are um, movements and either meditations or yoga or even dance. And they're all specifically designed to help you with those, right? So it's depending on what you're seeking and what you're looking for. So those can actually, these, these movements will actually help you. And so as I'm doing this and learning more about this and bringing this into my life, 
because I too started to realize that I wasn't really experiencing that much joy in my life because I've been unable to see my little ones in person, right? And I would get so much joy and I really think I would get a dose, like all of those hit at one time when I would be able to hang out with my little ones, my little grandbabies, right? And so I haven't been able to do that and see any of them in person since all of this started. And for me, that's highly unusual because I would see them all the time on a regular, consistent basis, even the ones that didn't live in the state where I live. And so I also haven't been flying, right? I was a flight attendant. I haven't flown since March, and then I retired in August. And so I used to get a lot of joy from being able to travel the world and engage with the people and interact with people, go to new destinations, try new coffee houses, try new restaurants, meet new people on the plane, like crew members that I worked with, right? So those were a lot of touch points for me that the joy has been taken away from. So this is why I want to bring this in and talk about a joy practice on today's episode. So the first thing that I want to get into and explore and uncover is why we want to start and why I'm bringing up this joy practice. And it's because first, what I've decided to do for 2021, because the reality is exiting the drinking life and changing what you drink and letting go of alcohol in your life and having less and less of it is actually a brain body connection, right? It's a whole mind body experience, right? So it's not just about what we think and what we believe about alcohol, but it's also the environmental cues that come into our brain and the signals from all of our sensors, our five senses, right? And so this, by adding in a joy practice, it's more about moving our body as well and allowing us and helping us to get out of our mind and out of our brain and into our body to connect the two together, which will also help us to effortlessly uncover some of the thoughts and beliefs that we have. Because when we're so focused and so stuck in our own head and trying to uncover, especially when we really want to end this struggle really, really fast, when we're so stuck up in there in our head, then sometimes we get stuck and our brain blocks our ability to even come up with the information that we need because of other things that are actually going on in our body because our brain and our body is all totally connected. So pardon the noise out here. It's Florida and um, I have uh, the windows open because it's so gorgeous outside. I'm sorry if there's extra outside noise coming in today. So what I want to do first is So I want you to really open up and use the exit philosophy of explore, examine, and experiment with some of the things and ways that we can boost our own natural highs. And the reason that I'm doing this is because the number one thing that happens when I'm coaching with my clients, either privately or inside the membership, is more than 
75% of the people believe that alcohol makes them happy, right? And so there's this belief that our life is centered around and our happiness and our joy is centered around alcohol and it is extremely meaningful to us, right? And so when I ask the question, and because knowing our thoughts, right, create our feelings. So part of the work I do is ask questions. And so when I'm asking the question of what does alcohol do for you, many of the answers are centered around some pro form of joy and happiness and pleasure. And then when I ask, what will life be like with less alcohol in it, or no alcohol, depending on what the person's goal is, then the answer comes up a lot that it's going to be dreadful, miserable, too hard to cope with life, right? Some form of a negative type experience, nothing that involves happiness or pleasure, right? And so we're really tied with our belief and thoughts that alcohol is actually making us happy. Right? And so what I want to do on this episode is go into a little bit about the science around alcohol and what it really does to you. And then also I'm going to bring in next the information on the dopamine and the other neurochemicals that I talked about earlier. So then I'm going to bring that in and explain to you how those neurochemicals will help you and help us all in our brain in the pleasure center in our brain and how that's going to help you with having and creating and boosting your own natural high and when you start to do that then what starts to loosen up for you while you're doing those activities with nothing to do with really focusing hard on thinking about what your beliefs are about alcohol, some of those thoughts and beliefs will start to pop into your head as like aha moments, right? And so then after I explain what these neurochemicals are and give you some, then I'm going to give you some ideas. And then what I want you to do is to put on your willingness, ignite your curiosity, right? And explore and experiment with some of these ideas, try them on, apply them into your life, and then trust yourself to let the experience happen and notice for yourself what's actually going on for you, right? So what I'm going to do next is go a little bit into what's going on in the whole mind, in the brain with alcohol and how it truly does, the chemical effect of alcohol, truly it does affect the brain and what it's actually really doing around your own happiness and the pleasure centers in your brain. Yes, it is true that when alcohol first hits the body and it hits our system, there is this rush that enters into our system. And we do have this initial experience and feeling of like euphoria, or we get that like relax and the release of the tension of the day goes. However, alcohol is an interest, interesting and unique substance because it is both a stimulant and a depressant. So when alcohol enters the body, it's a tem temporary stimulant and it and, and it's entering into our system and it's starting to affect our bloodstream and then our blood alcohol content rises 
And so then as our blood alcohol content is rising and it's affecting the parts of the brain that will respond from the elation and the excitement, right? And so it's affecting those parts of our brain that actually does that. However, then what starts to happen after, say, 20 to 30 minutes, most people start to report this feeling of uneasiness, sad, loneliness, restlessness, and generally overall unhappiness, right? And so the rush has come in. However, it doesn't actually last because the blood alcohol level in our bodies is decreasing. And then that's when we start to get that signal in our brains that it's time for another drink, right? And so then it's we're going and actually getting another drink most of us right because if you're listening to me that's what you would do next right when you that feeling of happiness and that euphoria starts to go away then you're seeking like seeking out another drink and then you have but the alcohol but because of the other chemicals released in the brain it causes like a form of a depressant that goes on in the body and so then what's actually happening is that you are having the effects of the other chemicals that are released into the brain that are lowering the effects from the hit of the alcohol. And those chemicals are what cause in the body this feeling of unease, sadness, anxiety, restlessness. And for those to actually, those chemicals to actually deplete from the body and leave the body, that actually takes seven to 10 days. So you're going to have this overall besides the chemical effects of the hangover. The next morning, you're also going to have this overall general unease and restlessness. And it's coming from the other chemicals that have been released in the body to offset the alcohol and kind of do the depressant part of it. And so that's actually what's going on on that side. But let's also take into this into consideration from a different angle, right? Because a lot of us feel like that this is fun is in our life and all of these kinds of things are happening in our life and the alcohol is what's bringing us our fun. But let's, I want you to really open up to the concept that I teach a lot about our thoughts, right? Cause our feelings. So for me in my situation, when I was actively drinking, it was usually happening and taking place either when I was home after I had been gone for three to six days sometimes flying and in that anxiety and that work mode for that long of a period of a time. And for me, it was the 24 hours of that work mode. So it wasn't like the typical average nine to five individual to where you're having your work energy and your work high and your work level that you need to be on so to speak for work from the hours for say eight hours mine was actually for 72 hour blocks at a time and because most of the trips were three-day trips and sometimes I'd be gone for six simply because I was lived in Florida and was based in New York and I would stay in New York in between the trip and I would do two three-day trips in a row and so for me where my actual excitement and the joy would start to come in was really when I was anticipating and knowing that my three-day trip was over 
and I was going to be able to unwind and let go and relax a little bit. And it didn't really totally happen for me. If I was in the middle in New York, I was still in that anxiety mode because I was someplace else. I was still in a different environment. I was still going to need to navigate and find my way through all that I had to find my way through to get to my job the next day in New York. And then I would go and do another three days and I would have part of the relaxation and the unwind from the thought of, oh, goody, I get to go downstairs, decompress and decompress and and, uh, chit chat and bitch and moan about what the passengers did, right? And so I was in this, I'm going to get to let all this out, kind of a release mode. And so that's when I started to notice, when I started to really pay attention, after I wasn't drinking, what really started to happen for me was my happiness and my release and my relief and more pleasure was starting to come simply from the thoughts of me not being on duty and of me being able to go downstairs and relax and unwind and connect with some other people that knew what it was like and really decompress and complain if I wanted to about what had actually happened and kind of let it go, right? So really the happiness really started and the pleasure and the joy part, those emotions started from the thoughts of me being able to know I was going to be off duty and go downstairs. So I want you to like ignite some curiosity around that. When it comes to your drinking, where is this pleasure actually really coming in? Does it really start to come and the joy, so to speak, start to come from when you have that first thought, oh, good, the workday is over. Do you, so start paying attention to that. Is it really coming before you even have the consumption of the alcohol, right? Because when we really, and so to continue on this with the happiness around alcohol, right? And the joy that we honestly believe deep in our souls that alcohol is bringing us, if we really play the rest of the story out. And so what's actually going, what's actually happening is that you're forgetting what actually happens after, right? You're forgetting the hangover. You're forgetting the morning after part. And especially when and how it's actually affecting those around you. Like, so if you're doing most of this drinking, when your children aren't around and say it's after work, where now our situations are a little bit different, right? So a lot of this may be taking place at home. So For now, you know, it really depends. But most of the time, our kids and our spouses, if we're doing this drinking without them, they aren't seeing us in that first 20 minute hit, right? In that joyful, pleasureful moment. They are actually seeing us after the other chemicals have come in, the after the alcohol has been in our body, after we're in that agitated, more anxious feeling state from the other chemicals in our body. And so that is the person they are getting. That is the person that they are actually seeing, right? And so I really want you to ignite curiosity around and explore and experiment with, is this drinking actually bringing me joy? Simply because of now that you're aware of what the chemicals do and what actually goes on in the body, in the brain first, and then it goes down into the body because it's transmitted through all of our nervous system. 
this releasing of the chem the other chemicals to help combat what you've done to it with the alcohol, right? And so this is not about judging and being right or wrong. And as we have the airplane fly by, right? This is about really igniting your own curiosity and uncovering the whole truth for yourself, right? And so what I want to do next is to talk about the neurochemicals, some of the other ones, and some ways that you can start to create and sort of biohack your own brain and bring in the brain body experience so that you can bring in a joy practice and start having some joy and letting in more of those neurochemicals that bring pleasure and hit the pleasure centers of our brain and help with your over and overall happiness and well-being because the more you start to practice a joy practice is what I like to call it, right? So you purposely and actively start to practice bringing in more of these uh, neurochemicals. I keep having to look at the word. It's a new word for me to repeatedly practice, right? So they're saying, so, so as you actively start bringing in ways to purposely allow your brain to release these happiness chemicals in the brain and these neurochemicals that cause and bring about happiness, then the more you'll be and have this form of a natural high in your life. And this simple practice will help you to start to change what you drink on a more natural way and a more natural basis. And also, as I said earlier, as to why I want you to start practicing this and encouraging you to do this is because as you're in the mindset part and you're only letting your mind do the work and maybe the ideas and the beliefs and the thoughts aren't coming to you. And this could be work things too, right? Where you're stressed out about something and bring in some of these activities. It's going to help that come to you in a whole different realm and a whole different space when you're let go so much of the focus. And part of this is also why we're encouraged as adults to put some play in our day and is because this allows this to happen because it allows us to get out of our head, so to speak, and bring in the whole body and have this whole mind brain body connection experience. And that's what starts to loosen up some of the things that we're struggling with and allow ourselves to bring out what we know. So now what I want to do is kind of go into what these neurochemicals are, the four of them. And then as I talk about each one of them, then I will also be sharing some ideas to help you to bring in some of that into, into your life. So the first one I want to talk about is dopamine. And it's known as the explorer. And dopamine, dopamine incites your motivation to explore the unexpected, seek novelty, and innovate. And so with what we're asking you to do and what I'm asking you to do here in exiting the drinking life, right? And so the AE inside here is going if, by allowing yourself to get some natural dopamine and purposely activate this neurochemical into your life in a more natural way through natural movement, then you're, it's going to allow you to also use some of the exit philosophies, right? And so dopamine is your source of drive, 
pleasure and reward. And this is also part of why I encourage with the baby steps, celebrating your baby step. And so it's a critical role in our motor controls and our learning and our memory. It's the feeling of accomplishment. It's that, yes, I can, I did it. I got it done. That kind of euphoria. Some of the ways that you can activate your natural dopamine and, and biohack this and go ahead and activate it yourself and practice activating, releasing the dopamine into your own life is by dance, by movement. And it's also about remembering pleasurable moments, setting goals, as well as practicing daily gratitude. So those are the types of things that can help you with boosting your dopamine into your brain and boosting that chemical to be released into your brain. So what I want to encourage you to do is even take um, either Spotify app or Apple Music or Amazon Music, wherever it is you get music and start igniting your curiosity around which of these songs do you start to notice that your body is just naturally moving? Which of those things are starting that music sound, right, is starting to make your body naturally move in some way? That would be an indicator that you are getting a release of some dopamine. And also then adding into your day, practicing daily gratitude, right? And setting goals for yourself. And then adding in once you, the celebrating the fact that you did that. Like when you notice a music that you like and you're noticing your body's moving. So you're, what are you doing? You're igniting your curiosity. You're experimenting with it, right? And so you're using some of the exit philosophy. And so I want you to celebrate that and give yourself some high five and bring in your little tiny baby celebration that you actually did that. Because that little baby step and repeatedly doing stuff like that will make huge, tremendous change for you. And so this is one of the ways you can start to boost this naturally and help with your natural boost of your natural highs for yourself. The next one that I want to go into is the endorphins. And endorphins is known as the physical trainer. And so this is that glorious rush of like what they call the runner's high. You've heard that where you get the runner's high kind of thing, right? And so it's stimulating endorphins through movement that energizes you. So again, this can go back to the music because where if you really start noticing your body move and let yourself go, let yourself just get into it, close your eyes, dance as if no one is watching, right? And this is acting also what endorphins does is acts as a natural painkiller. Endorphins is also nicknamed the feel-good chemical. And so this is really done when you can get your full body into it, right? And so this, I think many of you might notice, if you're using some music that really, really moves you as you're doing exercise, this is really bringing in some endorphins and that's where you're getting like that kind of physical high that's going on, right? And so it's the runner's high kind of thing. 
Now, another way that you can get this with the endorphins is also by volunteering and acting like community service, like helping another person, helping someone else. This also boosts endorphins, and it's through also known then in that kind of a state as like the helper's high, right? And then in addition to that, another way that you can also get some endorphins in released into your body is through regular meditation and a yoga practice because they are known to contribute to releasing the endorphins as well as a very laugh, a very deep laugh. Like when you know, when you're watching a movie, that you're just cracking out loud laughing, those that is actually helping you release some endorphins and endorphins are going into your body. So there's a couple of different ways and they're all kind of very different, right, for the endorphins. And so it's actually the runner's kind of high. So it's where you're moving in the whole body into it. It's also though the act of volunteering, helping another individual in some way. And then also the laughing, right? So those are some very different ways that you can bring in some endorphins into your life and help you with having more pleasure. And this is why it's called a joy practice, right? Actively practicing, finding ways to bring these neurochemicals to into our brain. The next one that I want to go into is oxytocin. So oxytocin is known as the lover. And so this is when we connect with ourselves and also or other people. And oxytocin floods our brains to dim anxiety and pain. And it also inspires trust and builds empathy and it activates openness. Right. And so oxytocin. Oxytocin, oh my goodness, is the neurochemical responsible for helping us build up our relationships, right? And so it's, it helps us to recognize the faces of our family, our friends, it promotes bonding, it entices feelings of love and resilience, right? And so a lot of times when we are using alcohol, we are thinking that alcohol is helping us do this, right? And in the act, in the actuality, it's really not because it is numbing us out, right? And so we're really not truly connecting with another person. We're not connecting with ourselves. We aren't, you know, able to fully be present. And so some of the ways that you can boost this oxytocin and is is by hugging someone right and act and this is re, it's released with our touch receptors right and so this is also part of a lot of what is probably happening to a lot of us right now in the way our world has had to change because of the pandemic right so we are especially if you're someone that literally that lives alone this has been probably a challenge for you to actually have this released naturally into your body because you aren't able to connect and touch with other people, right? And so hopefully this is making a little bit of sense around why some of the emotions and the feelings that you're having right now. And so you can actually, studies have shown that you can actually touch yourself, 
hug your arms, use your arms around yourself, right? Hug your own self, right? That does do it. And also just touching your arm, like squeezing your arm, starting at where your hand is and squeezing all the way up to your shoulder. And those, your own touch receptors are activated. And this is allowing this neurochemical to be released into your body, right? And this is also how pets are actually can help with this, with the releasing this particular chemical. So this is going to be one in our current circumstances that we're in right now that is going to take really exploring and igniting your curiosity around and trusting yourself and finding ways to allow and practices to release some of this for you. And even if, because my hunch is for many of you, this touching yourself and hugging yourself is going to feel strange because we don't do it. It's not something that we're taught, right? And so being okay with going against the grain and doing something so different for yourself, practicing that in a fashion of hugging yourself because you want to practice releasing this neurochemical in your body is going to really help you also on this journey of exiting the drinking life because the skill you're going to need to changing what you drink is being okay with going against the grain, right? So really think about that and allow yourself to open up to this. And the the last one that I want to go into is serotonin, which is the known as the supporter. And this one is when our hearts beat faster through dance and movement and then the serotonin is inspiring the calm and mindfulness and it also leaves us worry free right and so this is a very very powerful neurochemical and it's our natural mood stabilizer it's directly impacted our sense of well-being and happiness right so you can see how it's important to bring in awareness clarity experiment and ignite curiosity around how can I find ways to, you know, bring in more serotonin and act and biohack ways to actually have this neurochemical of serotonin released into my body, right? So boosting serotonin levels can also help with supporting against depression, anxiety, social anxiety, panic disorders, right? And so spending time, the way that you can do this with the serotonin is spending out, spending some time outdoors. So really leaving behind all your electronics and everything and allowing yourself to get outside, go outdoors and just be in nature. And also another way is soaking in some rays of sun, Right. And so this is um, it's very important. This is not about like basking in the sun and putting on the oil and laying there baking yourself. It's really just allowing yourself again to get outside a little bit into the sunshine. Right. And then it's also with very light exercise. Right. So really, ideally, the optimal way to release the serotonin would be to take a walk, take yourself on a walk. Right. Take yourself on a walk outside in nature with the sun. Right. And that is going to be a way for you to naturally release 
your serotonin. So that's what I have. I have been learning this information and the insight on this about dose from a site called Daybreak. So if you guys want to check that out, it's day, it's called Daybreak. And then also, for those of you that are considering the membership, I do have a pe- special bonus coming inside and it's all about boosting your neurotransmitters and I really go into detail from some training that I learned with Jolene Parks around some um, tests you can take some an exercise you can do food you can eat and other processes and ways and so that is also one of the practices that we do inside exit and beyond membership because it is a whole mind-body thing, right? So we also actively focus on and uncovering and helping helping each other through coaching and bringing ideas, right? And we're helping each other with uncovering ways that we can biohack and boost all of these happiness and joy and pleasure centers in our brain. All right, so I uh, again, I want to encourage you guys to check out the membership. We are open again. And I really want to encourage you guys to uh, to go over, check it out, give this a try. You have you have all you have to do is leave behind your hesitation. There's absolutely nothing for you to actually lose, and everything for you to gain. And I understand, and I get that this can feel intimidating and cause you to be hesitant hesitant to actually say yes, and then worrying about failing at something again, right? However, as you're in the coaching and you're watching the training and participating in the coaching and actually actively taking part, we work on releasing those beliefs and those thoughts about anything that's happened in the past and about anything that you're doing as you help yourself to go and to move forward. So I highly encourage you guys to go over and check it out. It's at jumpseatcoaching.com forward slash membership and i will see you guys again next week have an awesome week most people are not aware that you can also find more resources and help from me over on my website just head over to jumpseatcoaching.com and look for the resources tab that is jumpseatcoaching.com and look for the resources tab